This is Redefining the Counterculture on Witten Radio. Make sure to check out our website at wittenradio.com. Everyone's got their thing. Maybe it's a breakup, a death, an accident, whatever it is, you used to be one thing, now you're something else. We all have our own problems. Our own issues. Our own. Demons. The Punisher, a firearm-wielding vigilante, was pulled from New York Comic Con by Marvel and Netflix, something Steve Harsh, who's been attending for years, understands. I do kind of agree with that, out of respect for the victims and for the situation. But another attendee, Leo Lawrence, says the Punisher didn't cause the Vegas shooting. That's only punishing the, the fans. And it's only letting the idiot that did it win. Punisher or not, security here is tight with the NYPD's heavily armed anti-terrorism unit standing guard. At the Jacob Javits Convention Center in Manhattan, I'm Julie Walker. All right, you're listening to another episode of Redefining the Counterculture right here on Witten Radio. Today we are joined by the one and only Sonny Weems. Sonny, how are you? I'm doing great, man. How are you? Hey, doing good, doing good. I'm super excited to talk to you. You're coming off of Weems Week. Uh, This is uh, something that you put put together six years ago, and it bears your name. How do you feel? I feel great about it. Uh, I think it's something that's meant to be. Uh, Just us, you know, me finding a way to get back to the community and to, you know, to the kids in my community. Absolutely. What was the catalyst? What made you start Weems Week? What was it that just really wanted you to do something out of the box, so to speak? Um, just me growing up in the inner city, um, especially, you know, with my cousins and everything, my family. I still have family back um, in West Memphis. So seeing those guys uh, not having the opportunities uh, that we had, and you know, especially, you know, with the back to school and um, the, the camps, and, you know, just giving them opportunities, some things that we never had, you know, something different um, that nobody else has, you know, gave them. And something that we didn't have you know it's just something that uh, I think that over time it's just I've grew and and each year it grows and grows and um, just something that I'm really excited for man it's just something that um, is is positive for the kids and for our community right on so you um, have traveled the world I mean you've been all over Mm -hmm. and you you were in the NBA is it ever does it ever trip you out to come back to to such humble beginnings because West Memphis my mom's from there it's Mm -hmm. a small town what is it like going back and just seeing where you grew up man it feels great I mean it also feels you know uh, feels you know kind of um, bliss at the same time because you're going back home and you're seeing these kind of conditions 
And you want to be the person to change everything, you know, but you know you can't, you know, so that's where you have to. That's why we have these camps and um, to try to build more guys, you know, like me or, you know, someone even close, you know, to this situation. And, and that's what the whole purpose is about. Uh, and uh, going back home, man, I always feel great, you know, because I get to see my old friends, my family, and um, a lot of people that I don't get to see too often. So uh, it feels great. Absolutely. Um, I wanted to talk to you because I know, like, when you grew up, you, you had a condition, you had uh, cleft feet, and you had to overcome a lot. Right. When you first started playing sports, when you first started becoming active, did you have somebody that just really supported you and helped to push you? Because I know that must have been kind of hard to come back off of thinking that you would never walk. You had a long run. Uh, I mean, the, the, the positive thing about it, the great thing about it is uh, we had a close-knit family. Uh, my brother and sister was there, you know, through it all uh, with me dealing with that issue. But um, it's something that, you know, that God brought me out of. I'm blessed to be out of it. And, um, it, made, it only made me stronger. And, you know, as you can see right now, you know, I'm running, running and jumping. And um, being a professional athlete, God made me to be. So uh, I'm grateful for it. Man, I love it. I love it. I know that you spent several years in the NBA and you had to overcome injuries. It's it's always tough with overcoming injuries because it's also a mental thing as well. Right. How did you overcome? Was it your faith in God that helped you? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that's definitely um, the, one of the main reasons. And, you know, just me trusting in myself and, um, you know, uh, just me wanting to get back. Uh, me being that man from West Memphis and um, going through adversity and going through, you know, problems and hardships and, I mean, injuries are part of life, and uh, you know that's the way. If you're going to play this sport, you're going to get injured. So, it's uh, it really defines you as a man. See the way you bounce back from it. So, that's, you know, that's the most important thing. Absolutely, absolutely. Have you enjoyed playing overseas? Because I know that you've had a, an extensive career overseas. Do you ever? I mean, this is kind of a silly question, but do you ever miss home? And if so, how do you how do you get through? You know, being overseas for so long. Man, it's hard. Uh, the first couple of years I went over there, you know, I had to get adjusted to it. The first. Um, two years, uh, but after that, man, it became great. You know, that's like Europe is like my second home. Um, I travel throughout Europe, you know, ten months out the year, and um, man, it's great for me. And I think, you know, um, information is powerful to me. You know, and being able to travel to different cultures, um, seeing different cultures, the way they live, the way they eat, the way they interact with other people, the way they interact with you know different parts of the world, and it's you know it teaches you about you know what's going on in the world. What's why is this happening in this place and why is this happening in this place or, or you know it's all a chain reaction you wonder why you know some events happen in Europe that you know can affect America you know it's just about information that's the one thing that I've learned being over there you're playing basketball not only um, on the basketball side but you know it's growing as a man and finding out information and, and demanding more information so um, it's also was a teaching point you know not only was um, not only in basketball but in life also Right on. I, I love the camp that you do because it incorporates uh, skill and technique, mm-hmm. but you also teach, you know, life skills and what it means to be a man. Um, what are some of the highlights in your mind of, for, of this year's camp? Because I know you're six years in, and this is a big deal. Every summer you come back home and you get back. Um, just how excited the kids are. You know, the camp started at 9 o'clock in the morning. The kids are there at 830, 815. So um, that's, that's pretty much the highlight of my um, whole week that involved the camp, just seeing the kids smile and um, hearing the parents, you know, reaction after the camp. My kid come home, he's tired, his legs hurting, and, and that's that's the positive feedback we need. You know, not only is it, you know, it's it's it's, it's, it's a mental um, game with us as far as the camps, but it's you know also it's social skills and it teaches you how to play together, you know, how to interact with each other, you know, how to 
um, speak to each other, how to say hello to each other in the community. You know, that's the most important thing. Not only meeting in camp, but when you see each other outside, speak to each other. You know, because we all meet somewhere down the line, whether it's a basketball player, you know, athlete, you know, doctor, lawyer, whatever. Right. We all meet somewhere down the line. Amen, amen. You said a mouthful there. Um, what's one thing that you wish somebody would have told you before you had gone pro? Because I know that, you know, for the young kids out there that you, you train in your camps or just that you see out, I mean, they, they see you on TV. They see that you're a superstar. Uh, but they don't know some of the things that went into, you know, getting to where you are today. If you could go back and do it and talk to somebody, what advice would you give to somebody that you wish you had gotten? Man, hard work trumps no work. That's the most important thing, man. You work hard. America's bent on entrepreneurship. If you work hard, man, you're going to succeed in life. Man, I love it. I love it. Sonny, what's on the horizon for you? Because I know that you, mm-hmm. you've been playing overseas. Will you continue to play overseas? Or? Oh, for sure. I'm a free agent right now, so you know, I'll know the next two weeks. So, uh, but most likely I'll continue my career over in Europe. Cool. How do you, I guess, adjust in the offseason? Because I know that basketball is such a big chunk of your mm-hmm. time. How do you stay motivated in the offseason and just prepare yourself for the season to come? I love it. It's my life. This is what I do, and I love what I do. I love it. That's that's awesome. Sonny, I'm all the questions, but I wanted to thank you so much for coming on today's show. I wanted to open the floor to you if there's anything like to say to our listening audience. Man, uh, thanks for listening, man. Uh, hopefully we can do more of these. So. Absolutely. Thanks so much, Sonny. All right, thank you.